Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, he never spoke to me. He sent me to the to the reserve team. You're not performing. I'll give you your money. Thank you very much. Bye. And then Nicholas and Elka whispered, "It's like, yeah, give me the money." <laughs> <laughs> the training the whole week was about Messi. You can't defend one v one against Messi. It's impossible. In- impossible. The game plan was just to kick him. For us, Rooney was the guy that Mourinho was like, "Okay, Mikel." You need to watch him. When he goes on the pitch, he wants to get angry. It's a vibe with fire, vibe with fire. You already know this. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for a very special episode of Vibe with Five. We've got a, uh, a very special guest, a two-time Premier League winner, mm. four FA Cup wins, uh, final wins that is, two League Cups, one Community Shield, one Champions League, one Europa League, one African Nations. Bro, this guy's got a serious, serious, serious silverware lined up, bruv. The man himself, Mr. Mikel, John, Obi. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Thanks you guys for having me. We have to be very specific with your name because some people call you John, Obi, Mikel, but you had to come out and correct people. Uh, Rio and Harry obviously here as well inside the building, the main guys. But uh, we just wanted to make sure that we got that correct. That's the right way. Mikel Janobi. Mikel Janobi. So why why are they calling you John Obi? Because in England, John is the name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. No, everybody can't speak John uh, in England. at the club as well, I think JT calls me John. Uh, Frank Frank is the only guy who actually calls me Obi. Uh, mm-hmm. For some reason, he always calls me Obi. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, everybody just some people just mix it up. But that's the right way to, to pronounce that's it. The right way to say. Yeah. Rio, I'll let you kick it off. Uh, yeah, when, when we we heard you were coming on, man, it was the first thing I thought was what happened with Man United, man. Yeah, man, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. I'll I, leave I, after I, that. I was there. I remember Sirx Ferguson saying, "Yeah, we got this young boy from from um, from Africa. Yeah, young Nigerian boy meant to be the next star. We've got him. It's done. And then all of a sudden, you just went missing, man. <laughs> I did. Who I took did. you? <laughs> Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. My agent. My agent came over. Uh, came over from from uh, from London. Came to Norway, and basically kidnapped me. I went missing for like a couple of days. Uh, so there was like a massive announcement what well, kidnapped like was you like in a bag or like what, what, no what? like you took me out like nobody knew you took me out from the back door and we escaped at night there was lots of massive media outside my house uh, in Norway and we had to go through the fence the back door and uh, you know I remember having my one of my luggage in my hair my, my agent was carrying the other one in his head and we escaped through the back door uh, because there was a massive announcement from the police in Norway saying if you know where he is make sure you contact the police because he's gone missing Right, news yeah. at five you know so, news so, at five <laughs> So what did your agent actually say? Hey, listen, Chelsea you're in. That's where you're going. Did you have a choice or were you set on Man United? What's actually happening there? No, because obviously, like you said, I came to the club. I came uh, United when I was 16, 17, something like that. And, you know, trials with the club. The boss absolutely loved me when I'm here at the club. Uh, I was training with the first team. I was training with you guys, mm. that, I remember. Um, and he actually really, really wanted me at the club. Uh, but then I went back on holidays and then what happened that my agent contacted me when I was at home with my family is like, listen, I know you've gone to United for like trials, but you know, Chelsea really, really wants you, Roman, you know, the 
the project, the new project, you know. Bro, just like, be yeah. real. Let's be real. The money was bigger. Yeah, the money was big. Just be real. I must say that the money was absolutely, yeah, the money was big. And obviously living in London, and I spoke to Roman as well. I spoke to Jose. They were like, come on, listen. We'll leave, you know, we'll leave the, the contract open for you. You know, we'll, we'll discuss the money, but just make sure you come to, just make sure you come to Chelsea. And, and that's why when I went back home, my agent called me, he's like, we have to switch. We have to go to- He must've been getting a bag. Yeah. Oh, he got yeah. a He's probably laughing. <laughs> he got a lot. He's, to this day, he's laughing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he took me to, he, he took me to, uh, to Norway and that's where I was. And then I played the first game for the, uh, for the club. And then that's where you guys came back. United mm. came back with a contract. And then Ferguson flew to Norway as well, you know, to see me. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to sign for United. Uh, why not? And I, I did sign a pre-contract for United, but it wasn't it wasn't like a professional contract. Mm. You have to be 18 coming from Africa, so you, you have to be 18 before you be able to sign a professional mm. contract. So Josh. I wasn't 18 then. Mm. Uh, so I signed the pre-contract, and then Chelsea saw the the, 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 the image. The, yeah, they saw the image with the picture, the press conference, and, the, and Roma okay, was like, so. "No, I'm not having this." So he sent he, he sent my agent people to 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 Norway and that's where I got kidnapped sent to London. He sent back the back to Roman Norway. Roman kidnapped the agent and the young player. <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. And sent the boy <laughs> and sent a big bag of. That's, that's a bit, did you ever speak to uh, Alex Ferguson after that? I did. I had a meeting with him. You know, in the FA office when I came to um, to, to London because FIFA got involved because I wasn't playing for like a year. So then FIFA was like, you know what, we need to sort out this shit because you know this kid needs to play football. He's such a talented player. He needs to play. And then FIFA got involved. Was like, okay, we need to start it now. And then I got, I had a meeting with Fergie, uh, with the with the boss, you know, in the FA office. So it was a long, massive uh, table. He was sitting at the edge there, and I was sitting mm, here. The Godfather. Yeah, mm. Godfather. I know that. I know that. I know yeah. that. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, "What is it, John Boy? What is it? What is it? John Boy? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, it's like, what is it? What is it you want? Is is it the money? What is it? What have they given you? Is it the money? Why why are they changing your mind? It's like. Boss, I really, I really want to play for Chelsea. It's like, tell me, is it the money? I'm going to give you more. I'm going to give you more. Please tell me. Because the guys at the club, uh, Roy Kane absolutely loves you. He wants me to get you at the club. I was like, sorry, Gaff, I can't play. I can't play for I want to go to Chelsea. And he went absolutely red. So he walked mm. out of the meeting. He was like, you know what? You're going to regret this. And mm. then he just left. Did you regret it? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you mentioned my trophies there. I know, obviously, you know, the big man here, you've got you've got way more than I do. I think you guys want a couple of, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, you know, if I had gone to United, would have won a bit more trophies, uh, more Champions League, but I absolutely enjoy my time at the club, at Chelsea. Um, you know, we had lots of memories. We won a lot. Mm. Uh, so for me- but You had yeah, a great yeah, career, man. Yeah, so nice, so, man. so that when I saw you, you was like an eight, almost a 10. If I remember rightly, yeah. and then obviously you, you kind of moved into more of a, a defensive midfielder. Yeah, what was what was the reason like for for that shift in position? Jose? Jose, I came into the club. I thought I was going to be, you know, this young guy coming in, like you said, you know, playing the national team number ten. I was everything went through me. I went to the club and just was like, no, what, no, you are going to play in a defensive midfield player because I have a certain Makalele who is about to leave the club. He's the best at this position sit for six months and watch this guy and mm, learn from him. And student, that's what I did. Student. Yeah. So I what was he watching? What was he watching? Just the way he controlled the game, his movement. You watch him in training, he doesn't move that much. But his position, and he wins every duel. He wins every, you're you, you like, how is how is he doing it? It's just the mind, the way he calculated every single uh, action. And then one day he sat me down, he's like, listen, Mikhail, I am not the quickest in this club. 
Um, but one thing I do have is the brains to play the game. And that's what you need to, because this position is the most important position in the team. You have to make sure you master it and be good at it. Mm. And it's like, I'm living, a, I'm living in six months. Just watch the way I play this position and you will be the best at it. What, what, what was the main things you took out of his game that you, put, you, you tried to implement into your game? The positioning. The posi I, I, you know, you, I listen to sometimes people say, oh, you didn't move much in the game, but that's what I learned from Maka. Maka didn't move much. It was about the positioning. You have to position yourself in a position where about you Every every attack against you, you have to make sure you're there to break plays. And that's what he did. He said to me, you're not going to get the, the limelights every week in, week mm -hmm. out. You know, obviously the likes of Frank, DDA, they're going to get the limelight because they score the goals. Mm. But what you do for the team is way more important than that. And that's true because the only people who can see that was my teammates mm. and the manager. The fans didn't see that. The mm. fans wanted to play who scored goals, who, you know, who, you know, flashy and technical, but what we did for the club was mm. so important. So, so you, that role, if, for all the younger uh, viewers and listeners who don't yeah. know, the, a role in the team was named after Makalele. That's yeah. how big this player was. Yeah. Like the defensive midfield role is named after Claude Makalele. Like, who do you think is the best at that? Like we, now we, we've got Sergio Busquets. Mm. You've got now in the Premier League, you've got Casemiro, who was fantastic and won five Rodri. Champions League. Mm -hmm. Rodri at Kante. Man City, mm -hmm. Kante. Who do you think is the is the best at that? I think now when I I was telling somebody the other day when I look at this position now I think one player I think for me I have two players for me Busquets was I know it was named after Makalelis, uh but what Busquets did for Barcelona uh, the way he played the position you know he wasn't the quickest but his calculation the way he was with the ball and everything Archie and are you now, listening to this <laughs> what, 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 what would you say to people who don't rate Busquets oh no no you you, 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 it's drugs, it's you drugs. absolutely don't know anything about football yeah, he, he, absolutely him, don't just know anything about football yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Busquets is absolutely amazing I mean what he did for because everything went through him because mm. they were so they were so comfortable giving him the ball and he never lost the ball mm. uh you watch him game after game he really loses the ball and that's something that now when i watch the city side oh my god what rodri mm. i've said it i said it to somebody the other day for me rodri is the most important player right now today in the premier mm. league the mm. most important player Mm. in the Premier League. Why would you say that? I'm not talking about Haaland or any, mm. watch him when he doesn't play for, mm. for they know, lose. City. They, they lose. lose. Mm. But I watched him the other day against, who was it against um, when he came back and the performance he, you know, he gave, absolutely brilliant. This guy never loses the ball. He scores goals. Everything goes through him. The build up and the, just the way he controls the ball, he's facing the right way. And I think mm. that also comes from the manager. And mm. that's something that I think Pell has taught him over the years. Because when he came to the club, everybody thought he wasn't going to do it because mm. obviously Fernandinho did it for many, mm. many years. But I think now for me, Rodri is absolutely fantastic. So this is for, go back, sorry, Joel, just yeah. go back to Chelsea again and your time there. So you go in there, there's some big players, big characters. Who who was the, the ones that helped you most when you went into that dressing room? Rhea. That's the exact Ooh. same thing. That's the same <laughs> thing. I'm not going to lie. We're, Tele we're here right now. You know, telepathy, we're man. We're just on the same wavelength. Two way questions now. What a midfield. What a midfield. You know? No, obviously, I'll definitely say Claude, obviously, in terms of learning from him. But obviously, uh, you know, we have somebody who we call the African king in the dressing room, which is obviously the big man, Didier. Mm. Didier was the guy who looked at the, you know, the young players, the African players, you know, he was the guy. If you have a problem with a with an African player, 
if you don't want to talk to me, you go to Didier and mm. Didier comes to you and tell you, oh, listen, what are you doing? Mm. And that also came from Mourinho. Mourinho used to do that. So Didier was the guy who looked after the African young players who come into the club. So, so you, he, Solomon Kalou, me, Solomon Essien, Kalou, Michael Essien, Maluda, Maluda mm. and, and, and he looked after us. Actually, all the black boys. All the yeah, black yeah, boys, yeah. exactly. <laughs> just, just, just say it, just say it. Yeah, that's yeah. what he said. All the black boys, Didier was the king. He was the king of the African, African, mm. uh, African boys. And he looked after us and he made us feel welcome. Anybody who come into the club, Didier was the man. I love that. Yeah. I want to speak on Mourinho's impact in the Premier League. And obviously you was under him as well. How yeah. important was he in, in that dressing room and the belief that he had in you guys, but also the way you guys portrayed it on the pitch because you was very tough to play against. Yeah. I kind of hated you <laughs> watching you play. No, we were very tough, obviously, because back then we knew that the only team that, that is way ahead of us and we have to beat that set the standards so high, obviously, were you guys. Mm. We have to beat United. We have to. It doesn't matter who else we played. Obviously, City was just coming, you know, they were just mm. coming up, man. It was United. And every time we faced you guys, we have to win against United. Mm. We have to win against United. And Mourinho came with that winning mentality of knowing that when it comes to weekend that we play against United, the training atmosphere is different. Everybody needs to concentrate. There's no playing around. There's no messing around, the, in, you know, in the training ground. And... We have to beat United to for people to to, to really know that we you know we're there. Respect you exactly, mm -hmm. and uh, and you guys set the bar so high, and, and, and for us, we have to win against you guys. Uh, and uh, the winning mentality was something that Jose brought into the dressing room, and we all now embraced it, and we're like, okay, this we we have to we have to embrace this and win games. Winning games is something that we you know we, we you know we mastered, and we just went on from there. So how how did you go about that? Like, would like did did the change did the the training change? Did the the quality and levels of every day, the consistency in training? What 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 kind of things was he was he pulling you as an individual? Did Fight he have, did, yeah, did, he have, <laughs> did he have conversations with you and like go listen? You need to do this or oh, Mourinho have different tactics. Uh, if he talks to you, you don't listen. He will find a different way. He always have a different way to to get the best out of you. Takes you out of the team, or he sends you to the to the reserve team to train with, train with the reserve team for a couple of weeks, mm -hmm. and brings you back. Um, or you know he screams at you. You know he did that with, uh, like I said, with uh, Mohamed Salah. <clears throat> you know we're playing once. Uh, you know, uh, and, and and we came into the restroom, we're losing. It's like, and you. You need to fucking run. <laughs> you need to fucking run. I don't care. You just got married, obviously. You to know, Salo. Yeah. Oh. You know, he, you know, he was supposed to talk about his wife. Let's talk about his wife. He said, you he, just got he married. Went deep. <laughs> he went deep, man. He went deep. He killed him. Absolutely killed him. He was in tears. And we thought, okay, you know what? Okay, he's in tears. He's going to let him back into the game. But no, after doing all that, it's like, you know what? You're not coming back. He took him back. off after took killing him. him. He took after him off. After killing him, he took him off. And this young boy was in tears. Whoa. Absolutely in tears. And he just got married then. You know, obviously, Muslim, you need to get married before you, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, um, so, but he went deep and we thought, okay. But when you look at him now, he's become more mature, Mourinho. Mm. I don't think he deals with situations like that. He's a bit mm. more mature now. So, yeah. Mm. But back in the day, oof. Um, you, you touched on Mo Salah there. We've got this, yeah. There's two players that, that stand out for Chelsea, Mo Salah and Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. Have you got any stories about their time there and why they may not have succeeded at, at, at Chelsea? You know, talking back at JT with JT earlier on the pod, you know, he said he said sometimes uh, we we probably made some mistake that we didn't uh, because they were having such a hard time. 
we should have, you know, spoke to them differently or try to make them feel a bit more. But back then, you know, when there's no this malarkey of, you know, feelings and all that. Mm. If you're there, you're there to perform. You are Chelsea to perform. Mm. You're there to play. Um, uh, we, I know we all have feelings. Now, now when you talk to young players, like, you know, the feelings come in. Back then, you have to perform or you're out of the team mm. because we also want to perform uh, and the big guys also mm. want to play. And um, and that's something I think we we're a little bit harsh on them back then because they, you know, because they were not performing, especially Kevin De Bruyne, he was not performing. He comes to training, sulking, moody. Was he? Uh, mm. Yeah, wow. he didn't want to, he trained, but he didn't want to train because he wasn't playing much. He just wanted to leave the club. Did he think he should be playing, do you think? He thought he should be playing. He, he, was a, he was more of a winger back then, though, yeah, wasn't he? He wasn't, he winger, wasn't like yeah. where he is yeah. now. He started yeah. off as a striker. Well. Yeah. But he thought he should be playing, though. He yeah. thought he should be playing. You know, we, you know, he had chances, but he didn't perform uh, as well as should. And with Mourinho, if he gives you chances and you don't perform, Come you're on. out. And then he finds a way to get you out of the club. When he doesn't play, you means he wants you to leave. Mm-hmm. And and that's something that they both realized quickly, and they both left. But look at them today. Did, I mean, did you ever expect them to do what they've done? The levels they no, got to? Definitely not. Especially especially Kevin De Bruyne. When you, you look didn't at see him, it at all. No, no. Wow. I thought we thought when he left, when he went to Wolfsburg, to Wolfsburg, mm-hmm. we thought, okay, that's it. But then I think that's where the development started. You know, you could mm. see the changes in his game. He started playing much, much better. Mm. I think, I don't know what happened there, but, you know, when you look at him today, enjoy to watch. I think that's, that's really interesting. Um, I know it's about you, uh, John, but I want to I check, Rio, did you have situations like that? Because obviously John Terry goes, and I heard what he said, yeah. maybe they should have put their arm yeah. around the players more. Mm. But obviously they're thinking about winning, winning, yeah, winning, winning. Yeah, you know, exactly, where it's like relentless. Yeah. yeah. Do you look at players and you go, oh, maybe we could have put our hands around, I don't know, the Orbitons of this world no, or the I, I, I think, Jembers? No, no, I think we're talking, you're talking about players that went on to do really well. Yeah, and... But they didn't know that at the yeah, time. Yeah, and, and, and then you're mentioning <laughs> players that... that well, horror potential anyway. and didn't go on and do well. Gemma like Gemma was always horror. <laughs> but um, no, no, no. But it, it, I think Ravel Morrison's one of them. Mm. We, we could all see the talent um, but we could all see the problems as well that he came with, but we never had the patience or was that time off the pitch. You mean? Off the pitch yeah. yeah, we never had the patience or time to go, come on, man, come with me, come on, let's go and get a lunch and let's have a coffee and let's talk about what's going on in your life and we can help you. And like, like John, so I'd be saying, you, you can't take your eye off what you're doing because what you're yeah. doing is so refined and it's so meticulous in your approach. And a little bit off of what your routine is can all of a sudden be a six out of 10 on a Saturday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, no, 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 I can't afford to. So you just, you're letting people just swim and swim back down the other way. And you're just going that way. And you yeah, just leave yeah. them. And just only the strong survive. And that's the way it was yeah, back then. Yeah, but now, yeah. like what he's saying is there's a lot more compassion now. Yeah. Oh, come on, you're all right. And it's a little yeah, exactly. bit more yeah, people yeah. are being cradled a bit more, I think. And that's just society in the way it is. But yeah, we, we lost definitely a few players. I can't think of any more off the top mm-hmm. of my head. I wanted to ask, you spoke about, you know, playing against Man United. That was obviously probably the most important game of the season. Yeah. You know, if you beat them home and away, you probably won the league. Yep. Who are the players that Mourinho was like, you need to watch out for him in that team? <laughs> or, you're, or, or who you had to, because your position was in midfield. Yeah, who were you taking care yeah, of? Yeah, who was you dealing with? Waza. 
Is that mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Rooney, Rooney, because uh, he was the guy who you know, dropped. Don't me. mention Rooney because he, <laughs> no, 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 he no, said no, after no, 23 no, years old, no, he was on the slide down. No, no, was he? Come on. I got misquoted. I got given false numbers by Steve. Stephen House said you got blood on your hands. Rio, you knew what you were doing. Whoa. The social team, we're going to explain this on Vibe Fire, by God. No, come on, Rooney, man. Rooney, Rooney for us back then. What a guy. Technically very good uh, and also physically strong. Uh, you can't, you, you know, you can't get him off the ball. Uh, and and he was the guy who always drops deep. He had like a bit of a, like sort of a freedom to roam mm. around, isn't it, mm. on the pitch? Uh, you never know where he is. He comes behind you or he's, you know, he's running behind the defenders. So for us, Rooney was the guy that Mourinho was like, okay, Mikel, you need to watch him. Even if he's driven on the side, make sure you keep an eye on him because he's going to, before you know it, he's, behind you and he gets the ball anytime and you know win trouble so Rudy was the guy mm. he was the guy I think people say that he was a player that when he's angry he's at his worst did you did you see no, that no when, he... when he's angry he's on his best mm. I, I feel yeah. that's what I meant to say sorry yeah when he's angry he's he's at his best yeah. did you did you see that yeah, yeah of course of course sometimes you you know it's like you feel like you don't want to get him angry you just want to mm. let him you know be mm. you know play nicely but you can feel like he, when he goes on the pitch, he wants to get angry. He's mm. looking for something to get him angry. Uh, you see that he's tackling John Terry or he's, mm. you know, he's looking for somebody to get on a fight with. Uh, but that's just how he played. Um, so for us, Rooney was the guy, you know, he, and also there's a guy named Jason Park, you know, he was mm. always, this guy never gets tired. Mm. Uh, Gee, that's a surprise yeah, that, you, you, uh, that Mourinho's Park, talking about, yeah, you guys are talking about yeah, him. Jason Park was another guy that we always had to watch out for because, mm. you know, he was, was the guy who makes that runs with and without the ball. So you have to keep an eye on this. This is what players, I'm saying, yeah. yeah. If I was a if I was a coach now, Jason Park would be who I'd be giving all wide players a video of. Mm. You'd be getting his clips of how to move before the ball comes yeah. and how to yeah. move for ball to feet or ball into the space. Mm. They're one of the best runners off the ball I've, I've ever seen. The, the timing, the intelligence, the pace of which he, the intensity with which he does it was like ridiculous. And someone who just goes to a game and watches a game normally, you won't see him and you won't see these things. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah, he ain't yeah. doing step overs. Yeah, he ain't doing drag exactly, backs. Yeah. But my man is getting in and he's, he's making a, a problem for all the opposing players with his movement. Ridiculous. But that's why he played the big games for you guys as well. Yeah, Every yeah. big game, he was he was there. Mm. You know, he didn't play the, the small games, but big games, he was there. Who, who was that guy for Chelsea when he was there? Oof. Other than yourself. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously, we know who who comes up in the big games. Obviously, Didier Drogba. But another player that never get mentioned a lot was Michael Essien. Mm. This guy was special. Mm -hmm. uh, the train, special. The train. Oh, the train. The Ghana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On Ghana. <laughs> the fufu, huh? Yeah. It's him. Yeah. No, this guy, he didn't get the credit that he deserved, but powerful, powerful, strong. And, uh, you know, he's, he's someone that will always played the big games as well. Every manager that came into the uh, the team, except when Dimatio came in, Dimatio mm. didn't give him a look in. But every other manager, you know, he was a constant player for our team. He was so vital uh, because of his power going, you know, box to box. Mm. And, and, you know, Frank got a lot of credit because Frank was a guy who over the years developed uh, this awareness of getting to the box, the right at the right time. You know, where's the ball gonna drop? Bang, who's there? Frank. And he mastered it. And, uh, and I was talking to him the other day, it was something that he mastered. He had to grow into it. Mm -hmm. And and for us, we've always said that Mike Lesson was the guy who didn't get as much credit as he mm -hmm. deserved. Um, for us, he was our Jason Park. 
For mm. you, you was basically, you know, you spoke about the Makalele role. There was also like a John Obi Mikel role. Like you was the the cleanup operator. The cleanup, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Obviously, we see a lot of players sometimes. They might the water curry, I think. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, mean, I didn't say it, you did. But um, we see sometimes a lot of players don't know how to play a role in a team. They always want to be playing. But you kind of sometimes, SEM would play and you'd come on yeah. to clean up. Yeah. 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 How did you stay in the game? Did you watch the game and be like, okay, cool. I'm going to make sure that I'm going to do this for the next tw- last 20 minutes of the game. And how do you stay focused during those times? Because sometimes, you know, your mind might be, I want to play the game. Yeah. And then yeah. you're not really into the game. Yeah. Mm. How did you always do it? Because whenever you came on, we knew the games. The it's all done. It's done. Yeah. No, no. But the thing is sometimes as well, coming on as, as well, like, you know, is the most difficult thing mm. because it's either you concentrate or you're watching the game and you come on because the game is so fast. It's so, you know, mm. you, if you take your eyes off the ball, you make a mistake and it's a goal. Mm. So coming on is always difficult. So you have to be always ready. You have to be always prepared knowing, okay, I'm going to come on for the last 20 minutes. I better make sure I'm watching the game and to concentrate fully to make sure that, you know, I don't lose the ball. Because sometimes it takes us as football players, it takes us a while to get going, mm, isn't it? The rhythm. Yeah, the rhythm as well. So when you come on for the last 20 minutes, your job is to make sure that if we're winning one nil, it has to stay one nil. Mm-hmm. Because if you, if you come on, even if you don't make the mistake for the goal, and you guys finally or eventually mm. lose the game. So, somehow comes they down to you. you. Yeah, the players yeah, look yeah. at you. They might not mm. say, tell you, you know what I mean? They're going to look at you. And with Mourinho, he'll come to you and tell you, listen, it was my mistake. I should not have brought you on. Mm. You know, because mm. you weren't concentrating. You weren't, because he always tried to find a way to make sure next time you go onto that pitch, mm. you do exactly what he, you know, what he says. And you make sure that we don't lose the game or draw the game. Eden Hazard. Uh, Eden for me, oh, what a fantastic footballer. And I've said this mm. time and time. I had a phone call with him the other day. He picked up the phone. He's like, you, 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 you're talking shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was going to go there. I was going to go. That's where I was leading. Yeah. You were dissing, you were dissing about his training. What did you say? <laughs> First of all, I called him. He didn't pick. He didn't answer. And then the next day I called him. And then he picked up the phone. He's like, you, 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 huh? You're talking so much shit about me. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I know, I know, I know. I'm not talking shit about you. I'm saying how good you were because mm. you didn't, you achieved all that you've achieved without putting an effort. Mm. Imagine if you did put an effort. So he literally didn't put effort in. You just, yeah. you just, you just knew he was that good. He was that good. I mean, this guy comes into training. He doesn't tie his training shit. <laughs> he doesn't tie it up. That's he just leaves it on. And you can see the lace, he's just standing there with his hands in his pants. And he just stands in the corner. No. No, how, how, how is he getting away with this? You had some top no, managers. He's what? not respecting like, no one. What? That's no what? respect. Are, are the coaches not saying, come on, Eden, you need to get more involved? Like, they, what? Do. they do, but it is like uh, Valabar. He says this thing in That's in French. Valabar. Yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah, yeah, go, go over there. Yeah, go over there. Valabar. Oh, sorry, yeah. I speak French. Or what was it? Or was it? Or Puta. Did he have to say what? So he just mumbles and just stands there. And then he moves a little bit. And he's like, okay. And we're like, Edin, seriously, we're not going to pass you the ball. He's like, all right, don't worry. Don't pass me the ball. Okay, you go and play, play, play yourself. And then on the weekend, he's in the team. Mm. We know he's going to be in the team. Mm. But then you're thinking, how is he going to perform not training? And then he comes out, you know, after a game and, you know, he's got the man of the match award. Performs like, you know, he's been training for, you know, for hours. Don't none of the week. big guys in the team that like, pull him and say, listen, bro, what you need to start no, fixing up in training. No, 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 even JT, JT tried. JT tried. He's like, Valaba, please don't disturb me. What? Don't yeah, disturb me. Don't disturb me. Please, don't disturb me. So, so I was talking to him the other day. He's like, he said to me, Mikael, 
it's not like I was not trying. He said, uh, he said, when I went to Madrid, I, I, was, I looked at myself, I was like, okay, let me try. Let me give it a go. Let me put some effort. But then I started getting injuries. Mm, his body weren't used yeah, to it. Yeah, my body couldn't take Only it. Only once a week he needed exactly. to do that. Exactly. <laughs> once a week activities. Yeah, exactly. So my body couldn't take it. And, and that's why, you know, I look at it, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to quit. I'm just going to quit. Do I, he said, I got offers to go to Saudi. Um, you know, what am I going to do? He said, I've got a lot of money right now. Mm. I don't mm. need the money. Shall I go to Madrid, uh, uh, to Saudi where I'm going to take a million a week and then what? A million a week, and he if said I, no. Yeah. <laughs> wow, these men must be bathing, boy. Yeah, yeah, he said to me, I got about two, three offers to go to Saudi. Um, he said, what, what? He said, Mikael, I've got a lot of money. Mm. He said to me, and you know how I live my life? I said, yeah, I know. He said, I don't spend too much money. We know he doesn't. Mm. Yeah, he's not a guy who wears flashy stuff. Mm. You know, he wears one Nike trainers for, for a very long time. And he said, I don't spend money. So I have money now to live with my, to live with Can my family. That's admirable. Mm. You know if what I mean? I admire that. Yeah, I do admire that. Because so, you know what? It's, it's actually, when you, if you haven't had money as a kid and you then get blessed with a lot of money, right? It's very hard to be disciplined and not want to spend it on extravagant things. Yeah. Like when I got my first money, bro, I had no money in the bank for about two, three years in the first <laughs> part of my career. Because as soon as it came in, I was on Oxford Street, on Bond Street. Yeah. I was in the car showroom. Yeah. Yeah. I'd buy my yeah. mum a house. I was just cleaning out my bank account every yeah. single week because it was just like, whoa, I, I, I ain't had this. I need to spend it. So to be that disciplined and do that, I do respect and admire that. Because a lot of players, when they retire... Yeah. After five years, after 10 years, yeah. they're looking, where am I going to get the money from? Where's the money coming from? Yeah. Speaking yeah. about so. money, John, you obviously are Nigerian descent. Um, and you see with a lot of players going back home, they go back and invest and stuff. Yeah. Was you grounded with, with, with your decision making with money? Um, knowing that, you know, you have a family back home and, you know, you speak very highly about where you're from as yeah. well. Yeah. How was that for you managing money? And did people like DDA Drogba advise you what to do? Or was you trying to dye your hair like him as well? <laughs> <laughs> I think, obviously, when you come from Africa, and this is something I don't think we speak a lot about. When you come from Africa, I don't know if, you know, when you make money, mm. it's not your money. Yeah. It's not just it's your just money. It's the same. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not just your money. Like you have all these relatives, cousins, whatever you call it. Who you didn't know. Yeah. Mm. You know, and your sisters, they go off and they get married to some guy, you know, who just wants to get married to, in, to John Obi Mikhail's family because mm. then my life is sorted. Mm. And then you start looking after this guy, you know, and uh, you send money to your sister. The money goes to him. You know, he, he does whatever he does with it. But these are the things that nobody know about. Your money is not your money. So you get a salary, you, dip, you, you, you know, you, you, okay, now I'm going to put this aside for this person, put that aside for this person, put that aside for my mom and dad. Before you know it, you're looking at them, where, where, where is it? You're going? on less than them. Exactly. <laughs> you're getting less than them. You know what I mean? And this is the thing. And, and, and they keep having so many kids and so many kids and, you know, and you're looking at, okay, you're having this much kids. Who's going to look after them? Hmm. It's you. They're looking out, they look out for you to look after the kids, the, the, you know, the husband and the husband's family. It becomes really absolutely crazy. But that's the culture though, isn't it? Like the, is culture, the culture. That they're expected you they're, to do you're that. You're expecting to do that. For them, you owe them that. Hmm. And you think it, hold on a minute. I don't owe you anything, but no, you do owe them that. And I don't think it should, it should be like, I was talking to Victor Simet the other day, you know, I just finished, uh, who's next? In the pod, pod, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and he also had the same, he was, he spoke about the same thing, mm. you know, on, you know, on the pod, the problems he's having right now with his family, with his sister uh, and with his family. So these are the things that, you know, 
So you sometimes you have to be strong and say, you know what, guys, enough is enough. I don't care. When was you, that moment you said you, oh, felt you got for me, strong? For me, that moment came. I, be, I think about five years ago. Raw, so uh, yeah, your five years ago, I was like, you know what, fuck it, no, mm. no more. Because I've been doing this since I started playing football. What's you know? the reaction? Are you the enemy? Oh, the reaction, you become the bad guy. Mm. So they stop answering your phone calls. They don't want to call you because they're used to calling you, not to check up on you to know how you're doing. No, it's about what are you giving me? How far? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the, the fridge is not working today. Okay? It's, it's going to cost twenty thousand naira. Please don't be sending the money now. And if you don't answer, then yeah, I know okay. you're the bad guy, yeah. man. Seriously, and, and that's how it is. So you have to be strong enough. Because I remember my agent uh, back then was like, Mikael, I'm telling you, you're gonna re you're gonna regret. You're gonna mm. come to a time where you're gonna re you're gonna say, you know what? Why did I do all that? It's like stop. Because everything I was getting back then, you know, I was giving so much to the family. Because you're on so much is what you it, think is not hurting you. <laughs> <laughs> true, yeah, I mean, so he was like, Mikel, no, you can't be doing this. You're killing, you're killing yourself or you're killing them. Because all you do is keep giving and they, and they got so comfortable that they expect you to do that for the rest mm. of your life. Mm. And it comes to a point, and I, I came to that point five years ago whereby I was like, you know what, guys, I don't care what you say. Because then they, they, they give you this thing whereby, if you don't do it, we're gonna go to the press. Oh wow! Man, what did you have them conversations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You thinking your brother, your family, your, your family? What? After all, I've done for you guys, but this happens a lot to all the players. A lot of the players in, in Africa. I'm telling you, not everybody comes out and speak about because we we because we, we're thinking how are we gonna talk about this? But this is something that people don't know. Mm. You get threatened by your own blood, your own. Do you know what we're going to do? Sisters. Me and you are going to do a documentary about this. Mm. See, this we're going to do a documentary. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this is a big problem, and it's a big it problem is, not only in it African is. culture, but in like a lot of different cultures. I, I speak to a lot of of players who are from England, Ireland, Wales, etc., and they don't really have these issues. No, mm. and it's only certain cultures you go to and you speak to people and you go. Right, they we're actually very similar. There's a lot of similarities that I hear stories from, and now I'm hearing from you. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a recurring theme. It is. That, that the younger players need to be made aware of so that they don't have to go through the same thing. It's all right giving people, but I think you've, there has to be some like stipulations or there's a limit. A limit. Or, but you, it's, it's very hard to be that strong when you're that young and you get that amount of money, you end up feeling guilty. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you feel guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I shouldn't have all of this and, yeah. and not bring my friend here or my, my family my here. Family, yeah. It becomes difficult. And if people, they pry on that, that, that kind of vulnerability, then you end up losing out. And I know a lot of players who are broke now, broke, yeah. like who are household names because of this reason. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But is, is, there, is there members of your family who you're not talking to because of this? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. No, but I've come to realize, I've come to accept that, um, you know, that I, that is fine. Um, you know, each of their own, they decide to, 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 to do that. Uh, and that's fine. And one thing you, you, one thing I can't, Except it's you trying to 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 play that game and say you know what if you don't do it we're gonna go to the press we're gonna blackmail. tell the whole world about it blackmail whatever blackmail me exactly blackmail to a blackmail. go on then yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah, yeah that's crazy and, and 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 like you said we you know we ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This story needs to be told. A lot of young African players that are mm. coming up now, mm. they need to be told this story because... Mm they will go through similar situations. So they need to find, they will need to know how to deal with it. Mm. It's okay to give, especially when you've done so much and you've set everybody up. Okay, what is it you want to do? I want to do this. Hey, okay, here you go, do that. Mm. And after 10 years, you're still coming back. Mm. It's not like you didn't help, mm. you did. Yeah, it's true, man. Yeah. Um, I want to bring it back to career, career stats and stuff like that. So, um, Mourinho, obviously the most successful manager. You then go on to hitting because uh, interim manager yeah. loves that. Carlo Ancelotti comes in. You've also obviously played under Di Matteo, Benitez, Conte. Yeah. Wow. Who, some names over there. <laughs> Who comes close to Jose afterwards? Or is Jose the man for you? Or is there Ancelotti, when you're looking at best coaches, best man management, yeah. setting up the team, all those different departments, because those are big names. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I've always said... When it comes to technically, uh, tactically, uh, for us, it was always Jose. Jose looked at the game, watches the game, and uh, when he makes a substitution, there's a reason for it. And he knows how to get into players' head. He knows how to get into opponents' head. Uh, he knows how to play all those games to just and the sole reason of winning. To win, it? He has to find a way to, it doesn't matter how he does it, winning just to win that's why i loved him as well yeah, yeah. i mean he was so passionate about winning and mm. and and he tried he, that's why he installed on every player in that any mad stories about him like when you were playing that like, you, you just done some crazy shit Nah, you know the story that i obviously i remember with jose is that you know when we losing uh you know he's the first to go in the dressing room mm. so we all walk in and uh you know uh first half and we walk in and then he's in the toilet he's peeing um, and, then, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then whatever he does there, he does it. And then he comes out because we then we all see that everybody's, you know, your shirt off, you've got a towel on and then you're waiting. And then you sit in. You don't want Jose to walk close to you because once he walks close to you, he taps you on the shoulder. Thank you very much. You're off. <laughs> So it brings out the tactics ball mm-hmm. and your name that's it. crossed off. off. So so once we're in the dressing no, room, thank and, you very much. Yeah. Oh. That's rude. Yes. So once we're in the dressing room, we're losing, and everybody's just sitting. And then where is he walking? Where is he coming from the toilet? Everybody's like, Wait, oh my god, don't come close to me. And he comes close to you. Thank you. But no thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. Always does two, three changes, and you guys are off. Mm-mm. And he's got his. Uh, you call it zipper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got it wide open, you know, with his belt, everything open. And he takes a towel, start wiping his shoes before he starts. And he goes on everybody, full action, Mm-mm. full action. He starts screaming, hitting the bottles, you know, try, does everything. He goes absolutely crazy. And that's why we come out. We always perform better in the second half. That's why mm-hmm. we come out in the second half and we're like a different animal and we go on to win the game. But that's just how it was, you know. Mm-hmm. He, know, he knows how to get into our heads. And and if you talk about 
man management, there's no better person, Carl Angelotti. Oh. I'm sure everybody will say that. Man management, the way he puts his arm around everybody, mm. makes you feel so free, comfortable, you perform. So just go out there and perform. Just be you and perform. And that, that freedom makes you express yourself and play much better. And that's, mm. uh, for me, Carlo, when it comes to management, me top, top. Mm. What about your boys, uh, Conte and uh, Benitez? Yeah, oh, you don't like them. No, no, Conte was the reason why I left. I mean, when he, once he came, he was like, you're not playing anymore. And then I left. Obviously, when I saw Kante as well, coming to the club, I was like, my time here. Was there done. any reasons why? Did he give, did he give you reasons? Yeah, well, obviously, yeah. The, 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 the only reason I talked about was, you know, when he came in, um, I got, we got invited, me and Victor Mosley, we got invited to go to the national team uh, Olympics. <clears throat> so I had a conversation uh, with the club. I was like, okay. And he said, uh, if you go, you're not playing anymore for the club uh, because I'm a new manager. I'm, I'm here. We need to think about the team. We need to think about the club. And I was like, you know what? I've been invited for the, by the national team to go and represent uh, the country at the Olympics. He's like, yeah, but if you go, just know that your time here is done. Wow. Yeah. So me and Victor, uh, so we thought about it and Victor obviously stayed, but I was much older. So I said to Victor, listen, I've been here a long Victor time. Victor Moses. Yeah, mm. I've been here a long time. I've won it. I've won everything uh, that, needs to, that, I, that I needed to win. Uh, and I've done everything that I needed to do at the club. Um, you've just come in, so you better you stay. And Victor said, yeah, I think that's a good. So Victor stayed and then I, and then I went. So um, after the tournament, I came back. That was it. Uh, he never spoke to me. He sent me to the to the reserve team. Uh, I was training with the reserves, mm. and then I started training alone for a while. <clears throat> for like six months, I did this. How do you I, mentally deal with that, man? Oh, I knew. No, I knew. You know, when a manager does that, you knew. Um, that's it. It's done. Mm. And I remember there was a period of time when this team started playing really, really badly. And he called me into his office. He wanted me to play. He mm. said, listen, uh, you know, we're not performing really well. Um, is it okay if you you want to come back? No, I said, no, thank you very much. Is it? Yeah, no, no. Did I you tap him on the shoulder? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gave him a tap. I was like, no, thank you very much. <laughs> so you just said no to him? You said no? Right? Yeah, I said no to him. I said no to him. I remember we were playing badly and, you know, he called me into his office. Uh, once I finished training alone, he called me and said, tell Mikel to come in. I went to his office. It's like, listen, I know we've started the wrong, uh, the wrong food, but do you want to, we'd like to have you back. And I said, no, no, no. Because Ooh. I already made up my mind. I wanted to go anyways. Mm. I already made up my mind. I was probably, um, you know, I spoke to a few guys, spoke to Didier Drug back then. It's like, listen, once it starts happening like this, just, you know, find your way, just go, try mm. something new. And I, and once he called me to his office, I knew like, you know, my answer is going to be no. Mm. So, so you were sorry. So you were you was a it was the national team. One of the reasons why you kind of left Chelsea in yeah. the end, yeah. So, but so just talking about an African Nations Cup that's coming up soon. Yeah. Um, and how how difficult is it to go and leave your club when they're coming into like a busy period mm -hmm. and you're you're fighting for for titles like you were? How is are, are you torn? Is that an easy decision or or what? You are. I think back then as well. Um, I think back then we we kind of like. <clears throat> Wanted to stay. We wanted to stay, obviously, because the club will pay your salary. And you know, if you do leave, someone else is going to take your position. Mm. And and the last thing you want is the team to start performing uh, well, <laughs> you know, when you come back and there's no space for you. I think back then, uh, players always wanted to stay. Not always, but most players are thorn. You know, like you said, we thorn a decision of stay or go. But right now, when I look at the players, everybody wants to represent their country. Mm. A lot of the players, they can't wait to go to the national team. And that's mm. a good sign for us. 
and 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 looking now at the tournament, you know, we are always a favorite, Nigeria. We're always a favorite when it comes to this tournament. Um, uh, the, the our attacking force right now is crazy. It's, it's mm, crazy. crazy. You know, you look good. at Victor uh, Victor Sime. Uh, if your he, team had these yeah, players, yeah, that would be a problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Iwoni for Nottingham Forest. Uh, there's a guy as well in uh, in Germany as well, Bayern Leverkusen. Mm, yeah. yeah, so we've, we've yeah well. with Olayen mm, as well. We've yeah. got mad team really. I think this. Mm. I think we've got. Uh, 80% chance of winning. Mm. Is that one of your biggest achievements winning the African Cup of Nations? I always rank it together with the with the Champions League for me. Trophy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. wow. It's big, man. Yeah. I mean, if you play in, you know, in an African tournament. Well, yeah. Sierra Leone don't, so. <laughs> Try it. Our biggest achievement is drawing with Algeria. Yeah, we celebrated that. Like, the really? whole street, yeah. everyone was like, no, it was crazy. I wish I could say that Congo ain't doing nothing, bro. Well, they, well, they are. Congo is Rom- Congo, Romelu Lukaku yeah. from Belgium. Oh, yeah, 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 You're representing yeah. in other places. Nah, it's not the same. It's different. It's different. Give us someone else. Um, <laughs> you know, sorry, you know, if you didn't go to a, sorry, I'll keep jumping. Right. If you didn't go to a tournament, yeah, or you didn't go to a camp. Yeah. What was the backlash like at home? Oh, massive. Is it? Massive, massive. Uh, and that's something that you have to do as well. You know, you get that from the from the press, you get that from the people, you get that from the um, from the FA. So the backlash was also massive. And that's something we try to avoid as well. That's why we spoke to the managers. How can we deal with it? Some players then fake you know, injuries. Is it? The last game of the year, really? before the internationals. Mm. And if we win in, you know, after two, 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 three, zero, and if you guys lead, you're like, ah, oh, pull them down. Yeah. Right. And then they said, so, so when you've done your Achilles that time, it was <laughs> 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 And then sometimes, and now they caught up to it. It's like, okay, all right, okay, we know you're injured. You say you're injured. Can you come with an MRI scan? Then Ooh. we want to see that. Yeah. And that's Proof. where they started putting the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. We're going to talk about a few things. Obviously, my boy Cam is over there. He yeah. set through some great questions. We all, you know, I got to give him a shout out. We're going to talk about your run ins with Messi. We're going to talk about the Champions League. We're yeah. going to talk about a few things. I know Harry's got questions. Rio's got questions. I just wanted to say, going back to the managers, yeah. I heard something about when the helicopter came in. Oh, yeah. You yeah. knew what time it was. Yeah. Can you please explain that to the people? Please? Yeah, that's, yeah, that was the time the managers are gone. I mean, when we, when we were playing so badly, but that's what also Roman, I think it comes from the top, isn't it? I know now, you know, I, I hear the Manchester United fans talk about how badly, you know, the players are playing. Uh, and, and a lot of people say it comes from the top. Sometimes it does actually come from the top because we had the owner. We had the owner that it wasn't about the money for him. He wanted to be the biggest team in England. Mm-hmm. And that was Roman. The money wasn't important for him. You know, he had lots of money. He was spending money for the club just for us to be that biggest team in, you know, in England. Um, so if you're not performing, if we stop winning games for some reason, Sorry. and you see the helicopter. Before you go into that, I just want to make that comparison, mm-hmm. right? Because you've got clubs here with different owners. Yeah. There's a lot of chat about the Glazers. There's a lot of chat. Is Roman looking at the other owners and competing in any other way? Of course he's competing on the pitch because he's gone out and got players. Yeah. But what other areas is he trying to compete? Well, I think these owners they compete, don't they? I think uh, sometimes they because they you know they're billionaires and they 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 see each other around, they 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 maybe bump into each other somewhere, and for them, I want my club to be the best. Hmm. They compete in those areas, you know. Uh, it's not about just the players. If they 
together wherever they are, maybe in a boat party or some crazy party that goes on between them. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They would, I, Roman wants his, for example, Roman wants his uh, club to be, I was going to say, oh, my club is the best. Did he look at like training grounds and go, oh, Man United's training ground, we've got to do yeah, this? Because yeah, I've yeah. been to your, yours yeah, a oh, few times yeah, yeah. and mm. I can't lie, there is no comparison. Yeah, no, no, he spent, he, he knew he had to spend money, in, you know, because we, when you get in the world-class players into, you know, into the club, you need to have a workless facility. Mm. You need to make sure, you know, it's understandable whereby those players come in and they feel <laughs> comfortable. Mm. The training ground is where we spend most of our time, isn't it? Like every day we come in, uh, we come in around 10. And and also managers like to see players spend time mm. on the train, not just come in, you know, five minutes before training yeah, and finish and then yeah, you're gone. Sure. No, managers like to see players, you know, you involve, you stay mm. around, you have banter with physios, teammates, whatever it is, spend time, have lunch, you know, and probably live around four or something like that and go back home with your family. Uh, but then you have to upgrade this this facilities. And I know uh, that's something, you, you know, you guys are talking about United. That, um, yeah, did you yeah, see that yeah. guy that was walking with Rio on, on TNT? That was Harry Pinero. <laughs> <laughs> that same thing, because I, I felt like when Roman left, that's probably why Chelsea are going through a little transition. They've got all the facilities and everything, yeah, yeah. but the, Roman wanted it to be a footballing club. That's yeah. why he employed the best players, the best staff, and that's why you guys were so successful underneath uh, under him. And I think that's why United probably mm. we're suffering because we don't have that football DNA anymore, like yeah. how we did yeah. probably when you mm. guys. Were yeah. No leadership. Yeah. No leadership. Just what yeah. I want to go back to oh, the, to playing helicopter. Yeah, no, once we out there training, he comes in the morning um, and then, you know, okay, uh, we're not performing well, you know, we're training we're out there training and trying to get things right. And then you see the helicopter, his yellow, yellow helicopter, you know, goes around, circles around uh, just to let us know he's coming and then finally lands uh, and then he comes in. First comes in and sees the players and talks to the players and, you know, he's made up his mind, but he also wants to hear from the players, you know, and start going around, you know, talking to you. What was he asking? Yeah, well, what do you think? Why are we not playing well? Why are you not performing well? He goes, mm. yeah, he goes deep. He's like, yeah, last game I saw you were shit. Why, why, what happened? Bro. Yeah, wow. you were shit. And then sometimes, <laughs> yeah, he has this, he has this uh, interpreter. Obviously, his English is not that great. So this is after he sacked the manager. So he comes in, he does all this, and then uh, the next day, the manager's gone. Mm-mm. So the manager's gone. He comes in with his helicopter, and the manager's gone. We know the manager's gone. And then we come in the next day, uh, and we're all thinking, shit, who's going to be the next manager? And then we come in at 10. This usually happens when he sacks the manager. He comes in at 10, and then we have a meeting. So Roman is meeting. He's going to speak. He has this uh, yeah, Russian guy. He's called Eugene with the glasses, uh, he's the guy who speaks English. Mm. So, you know, at the meeting, and then he starts slowly, he's speaking Russian, blah, 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 blah. The guy interprets, say interpret, the guy interprets, blah, 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 blah. And then after 10 minutes, he goes full on, he starts screaming in Russia. Mm-hmm. And the interpreters were starts screaming at us, like, what the fuck? I don't think I ever would imagine that Roman Abramovich screams. Oh, he does. I just thought he was just like, calm guy. No, 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 he does, he does. Especially when he sags a man, he's like, once he told us like, listen guys, you think, you, you think you're here? You think that's it? I have the money. I will pay you off. Each and every one of you, you leave the club. You think I can't? Because you think you have contract for four, three, four years, whatever it is. You think you, that's it? You, you're gonna be here for, th- no. You're not performing, I'll give you your money. Thank you very much. Bye. I bring someone else in. Mm-mm. 
I bring someone else. I remember he's saying that, and Nicholas and Elka whispered, "It's like, yeah, give me the money." He's <laughs> 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 like, give me the money. <laughs> 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 you got a rate. Nicholas. I was just thinking. I was just thinking that. I was, I was just thinking. Oh, she say, "Give me the four years. Give me the four years." Wow. Right. Alex, give me the money. <laughs> so, no, but that's how he is. <laughs> so, for example, there's obviously situations where you're saying that you know you get the managers get sacked. But what about when you were happy that managers got sacked and there's that meeting? Because I'm hearing like you guys had the power a little bit to shift yeah. managers yeah. out. What's that chat like? Well, the chat happens between the big guys, isn't it? Uh, the JTs, the Franks, the DDA, and the Peter Jack. Uh, a little bit, Ashley. Uh, these guys, they, it's not like a chat, chat where they come, oh, okay, we're going to go, go at you. Um, I think, uh, the one person we didn't really, really like was Rafa because we thought Rafa really is not, wasn't a Chelsea. It's not a Chelsea made kind of manager. But, um, also, um, AVB as, uh, AVB mm. was the other guy as well. <laughs> <laughs> AVB was a guy because when he came in, uh, he was younger than most of the players. Mm. He was younger than Frank. He was younger than JT. Mm. And for some reason, he stopped playing Frank. And Frank didn't take that well. And um, yeah, there's a little bit of riff. And when that happens, psychologically, when we have a bad result and you know that players who have been playing are not playing, there's just you know, thing that goes in the air whereby players start talking and then the atmosphere is a little bit down because we're having bad results. Frank is not playing. JT is not playing. And then it just cycles around. And then before you know it, there's a little bit of talk between them. And, you know, uh, mm. and, and it's not like this, they, they show it at a stop performing, but you can tell there's a little bit of shift towards the manager. They stop talking to the manager. Sometimes they don't say good morning to the manager. They just walk past him. Um, but that's just how they pass their message across. Mm. And then maybe Roman comes in because Roman always speaks to those guys and say, okay, what is happening? Why are you not playing? Why are we not winning games? And they have always had their story. And once their story has been told to Roman, Roman makes the decisions mm. that favors the players. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Player power, man. Player mm. power, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to go back to when you on the pitch for you because it interests me, your position. You mentioned Rooney being difficult to play with. Who else did you find it difficult in that position when you're a def defensive midfielder? Who did you think, well, it's almost impossible to mark these guys? I've always said my toughest, toughest opponent uh, in the Premier League was TVG. Wow. You remember wow. when he started playing as a kind of a number 10 for Liverpool? Yeah, yeah, Torres with Torres. Yeah, yeah, with Torres. Oh my God. Quick, technically very good, strong, powerful. He can tackle as well. So, I mean, you're looking at a number 10 who can tackle. Uh, for me, CVG was, you know, I didn't, I know he didn't play in that position for so long, but he was a guy, you know, very, very difficult to play against. And he knew how to, to, to find the space just in between you and the defenders. Mm. Um, yeah, for me, CVG, CVG was mm. the guy. Yeah, Whoa. he was that. Who would you say when good. you was playing is the best player you played against in the Premier League, though? As in, like the best, because you know people say Henri, people say Ronaldo. In your opinion, who is it? <sighs> against, I'll probably still go back to CVG. Mm. Yeah, Best I guess. Yeah, for me, uh, I think he was physically strong, and, and sometimes because I'm I'm physically strong as well. I know I can get people off the ball, mm. but he was that guy. That I just couldn't get him off the ball, and <laughs> he knew <laughs> how to find space behind me. So you think you had him, and he's gone mm. because he was so quick as well, and he can shoot both right and left. It's so difficult. Once you lose him, you know, you guys are in trouble. Mm. And that's why the partnership between him and Torres was so good. Mm. They scored a lot of goals together. You so. had big games against Liverpool as well them times. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We did play lots of big games, Champions League, Premier League. Mm. And, and they became one of our 
close rivals, also mm. the same as you guys. So, mm. um, yeah, I had a, I had a few tough times with. Uh, and, you know, and, with and the best team. player you played against in the Premier League, and then obviously beyond that, in the Premier League, of Messi. Mm. Outside of the Premier League, outside yeah. the Premier League, yeah. outside the Premier League. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, Messi, Messi was the guy. Um, we kept playing them, innit, Barcelona? Uh, yeah, we kept playing it. For some reason, we always draw Barcelona in the Hey, did you, know, you think the you were cheated? Is that, at the time you did, I could see the way you were. <laughs> we're hearing about the rumours <laughs> now. He with said the referees. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget that, yeah. one. <laughs> that, that was mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that game was mad. Yeah, that game. I was thinking about two, three penalties we should have had. Um, and we didn't get any of that. Any of that. Stonewall penalties mm. that we, we should have had. And we didn't get any of those uh, any of those decisions, and that's why Drogba lost it. Mm. Lost. I've never seen him lose it that way. Mm. His eyes, eyeball was gonna fall off. Mm. It's the fucking disgrace. Yeah. The fucking disgrace. Mm. And yeah, we thought we felt we, we you know we were cheated. We cheated. Would you then. say your teams, real ass? You all felt like you were cheated, right? And you've mentioned the togetherness. I wouldn't go that of, far though, because right? I'm no. a messy fan. So oh, is it? So, <laughs> but, but, sorry, just so I keep yeah. interrupting you, yeah, Just you, we didn't let you touch on, elaborate on Messi. What, what, what was so good about? Because he obviously plays around you as well. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm telling you now. When we played against United, yeah, and when Cristiano was there, we knew that. Okay, Ash will deal with him. Hmm. Ash will deal with him. He is capable of dealing with it. Hmm. But every time it was against. Barcelona, oh my God, just training the whole week was about Messi. Mm. We have to have two, three players with him, with him. You can't defend 1v1 against Messi. It's impossible, Im impossible, you're dead. And the way they play, the way they move the ball around, a sole purpose of getting the ball to him. To him. One, yeah. to him. And all he's doing is watching the game. I know we all talk about how he walks around, but it's just to find the space. And once that ball hits his, gets to him, the movement, everybody's running, everybody's moving. So difficult, the way he touches the ball, the way he passes, you know, he's just, for me, I know the comparison is there, but um, I, because I've played against both, uh, and Messi was very, very close to me when he play, do play against them. Uh, for me, uh, I'm not gonna say Miles, but because of what Cristiano has done as well, but for me, uh, I, I really don't see the comparison in mm. some way, because I just think Messi's from a different planet. I just think he's that good. There's no mm. game plan. He is that good. The game plan was just to kick him. Mm. To kick him, mm. game off the ball. It's just to kick him, because we can't get the ball off him. You can't get close enough exactly. to kick him. You can't get close enough. You, you think you're there, he's gone. And you can watch our games when we played against JT's tackling, Frankie's tackling, I'm tackling, SNS, everybody's putting tackles. That's the only way we can, we could stop him. And, and, and for Cristiano, we thought, okay, Ash, Deal with him. That's it. Mm. Yeah, for Ronaldo to say that Ashley was his toughest opponent. Yeah, we knew. Yeah, we knew you know, Ashley with that, with at that point, and Ashley was defensively the best left back yeah. in the world. Them yes, times for yeah. me. Um, when Cristiano became different was when he was freed up, when he could move into different positions. When because them times he was locked down right wing, right wing. Yeah, that's it yeah, really. Yeah. And then he might switch wings during the game, but it was like on the wing. Mm. The moment he was allowed to be free from the middle. He became like a different proposition. It was harder to play against. I found we went to play against Real Madrid a couple of times, but but he was like the way Ashley dealt with him there for Cristiano to say that. And I think he fight. He almost vomits when he says it, probably because mm -hmm. he's so like yeah, determined yeah. to be the best. But Ashley was obviously stand up. One of the more probably the most successful period you've had at 
Chelsea, the Champions League. Yeah. You know, and what a game you had that day as well. By yeah. The way. Yeah. Um, man of the match in that game? Yeah, man of yeah, the yeah, match, yeah, innit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. DJ Drogba scored. Ahead of Drogba? Yeah, yeah, was yeah. it man of the match? Yeah, but he, no, he, no, he won it. No, in he terms won. of, no, in terms of like, did you officially get the man of the match or what? No, no, he, no, he, oh, won, he won. He got it. Like, obviously, because he's got the goal mm-hmm. and got us back in the game. But he and put then, in a man Martin performance. Yeah. Big performance. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Could you feel it though? Did you know? Yeah. Yeah. Today, this is me. Yeah, you know, one of those games, you know, mm-hmm. when you're playing as a football player and then you know everything is kind of going your way. Uh, we do have those days, uh, them days whereby everything is going your way, but I never expected it to be that day. You know, mm. I think it's probably the best game I've ever had in my football career. Um, just happened naturally uh, because, you know, when I wasn't playing that much and then Robbie came into the uh, team, Robbie became the manager, Di Matteo. It was like, he called me to service, like, listen, I think you have the potential to be my main man here, to change the way we play. I want you to be my main man, to be the goat. Forget about the drop, forget the Lampard. I want you to be the guy. Mm. And I came into the team, I was, came into the team, I didn't look back. You know, we went from strength to strength. So for me, that game was for me the best game, you know, that I've ever had. Tough game, tough night uh, in in Munich. Um, you know, we, we didn't have much of the ball. So it kind of suited my game a little yeah, bit, kind yeah. of, I put it that way. Uh, but every time I got the ball, you know, there was something, there was something happening. They were, you know, we were trying to create something. So for me, I think definitely uh, I should have won the man of the match. I told him, <laughs> I told him but it's like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I've seen interviews about, you know, Juan Mata and, and Jogba yeah. saying to each other that this is a chance, yeah. Did you ever feel like this was going to be the moment that we're gonna win this, and obviously Chelsea had obviously lost to to Man United in the in the cup final. So yeah, a lot of players say this was the last chance to get mm. it. Did it was you, the last. Yeah, Lampard. Did you Trump feel was... that? And was there something in the air that was different about this game in comparison to the others? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, because we knew it was the last chance. Like you said, oh, Lampard was gonna leave the club. Didier was gonna leave the club. Uh, JT probably uh, we thought he was gonna leave the club, but stayed after that. Uh, Peter Cech, Ashley. So these guys were coming towards the end of their, you know, their careers at the club. So we felt this, this is it, uh, this is it. But then when the game started, you're looking at, you know, the way the game was going. They had a lot of position, yeah. uh, and then they, and then they got the goal, which is all. Oh, here is go. Here we go again. We're done. But then Didier came back with a goal, and then we thought, okay, now this is it. We have we have to win this game. There is no way we're gonna lose this game because this is the last chance mm. for us to win the Champions League. If we don't, most of us are gonna leave the club, mm. and this is the last chance for us to do it. And you know, we kept at it. Uh, obviously, went to the pen- went to penalties, and luckily enough, you know, we were able to win the mm. win you it. You know, what? I've got a confession to make. I actually celebrated for Chelsea. That oh, what? Well, when really? Drogba scored? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Just because I think for me, <laughs> Drogba. O, yeah, o, not just Jogba, I think 0405, when 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 I saw Jose Mourinho come to the Premier League, the first oh, manager that. that I ever saw that I felt like me, Silas looked like, wow. <laughs> um, I, I felt defeated. Not Wenger? No, Wenger was like a few seasons, but I just felt like without Henri, they was basically not as fearsome as mm. I think Chelsea was. Like their their whole eleven was mm. was a problem. The defensive style of football that changed, I hard guess, to the play way against. it was hard to play. But I felt like oh that that final that you guys played, and I think it could have went either way. Mm. I thought like we was very lucky yeah, on the yeah. the penalties. Yeah, but I just think Drogba for me, being we, a black we, we, man, we, being an African man, yeah, for him to be the one to cement himself mm. as Chelsea legend. Yeah, the fact that he gave away a penalty. Um, the, uh, was it a penalty or a free card, kick? Got a card. Card. It was a penalty. Yeah, it was a yeah, penalty. Yeah. 
not in the not oh, in your sorry, final. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in the final, and I was like, oh, it's Drogba. This again, is a bad yeah, way. again, yeah. Then obviously <laughs> the, the, the the header was perfect mm, against yeah, Mourinho really as well. Yeah, it was a perfect header from nowhere. Yeah. Then it's the last kick of the game. Yeah, as he's, that that for me, I just as a football fan, I think I, I was really. You know, I'm just talking of you guys of African heritage, yeah, Congo and Sierra Leone. Half, uh, of course, Senegalese. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you, do you, is that part of what it's like in Africa? You support where the African guys 100%. go a lot yeah. of time. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, I've yeah. been to Africa, like yeah, I've been Nigeria or I've been to uh, Cameroon or mm. anywhere in Africa that I've gone, Uganda. Mm. Bro, Chelsea has supported big. Yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. because of, because and, of and Arsenal like as well. You, and yeah. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, um, yeah. You know, like everyone. So Growing up, yeah. Growing to, to, so I was going to say, but that's strange that you picked them then because at the time there wasn't really, you know, you... Drogba and yeah. like, they weren't like kings yet, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. When bro, you they signed. stopped yeah. a war, bro. He went, he oh, went no, with, not, he went with the money, bro. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't forget, <laughs> the bag, the bag yeah, was yeah. so big. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> you probably naturally would have went to United because they were a bigger club. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But the money, the bag, the bag. But you know, but is that a thing for you for for? I think you saw the, you saw the world. Yeah, Loire, Loire, allow me, man. He ain't won nothing. Are you supported Newcastle for a bit? Yeah, I'm watching. Newcastle games like wanting yeah, yeah. for him to like with everything culture, when you go bro, to Congo Bolton. we all supported Bolton JJ yeah no, JJ. yeah no for us growing up back, growing up back then it was it was it, you know it was Arsenal because of Canoe Canoe yeah Ooh. it was Canoe Arsenal Arsenal the fan base back in Nigeria back then was massive Canoe <laughs> was a problem bro to play against <laughs> no, no, yeah. that, that goal he scored against Chelsea yeah yeah, um, Hattrick. Oh, oh, like, he's yeah. such a techie player for yeah. you as well. Yeah. Um, How good was JJ? Sorry. Oh, JJ. Oh, JJ was a guy. JJ. JJ growing up. JJ uh, Akocha. Oh, mm. Akocha. They say he's a good and named him twice. So yeah, <laughs> technical guy. Uh, but that's thing we think JJ didn't get enough. Cre- what well, he's big in Nigeria, but because he didn't win much. You know, I don't club think level, he, yeah, yeah, club mm. level. Yeah, yeah. He's big yeah. in the streets though. Yeah, he's big in the street though, because of his obviously his streaks and all. Mm. But I mean, that didn't win you games, that didn't win mm. you trophies. But mm. it comes down to that sometimes. If you like all them tricks, that's why he's that big. But people who actually know football and understand uh, and follow football, they they're like, Oh yeah, but you know, you were just full of tricks, you know, you weren't a business, business like kind of footballer. Mm. And and, and Probably that comes, probably did he play for a bigger club or, but then I did and Kanu did. That's probably why we won more than him. Hmm. But I mean, he's, like you said, he's big on the street, really. Do you know my favorite Nigerian players? You'll never guess it. Uh, no, go on. Finidi. I'll say, yeah, I was going to say Finidi though. Yeah. Sunday Olise. <laughs> Defensive midfielder, yeah, yeah, bad boy player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday, he was good. Uh, good listen, guy. we we we're running. Can I just say, do you know, who's got the, one of the best names in Nigerian football history. Celestine, that's the Baba first Yero. Baba Yaro. Yeah, 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 bad name. Hey, that name was incredible. He yeah. loved the nightclubs oh, in London. Yeah. In London. Yeah. Baba, I should see you. He showed me the ropes in London. He showed me the ropes. Some players lost their careers in London. Yeah. He done well. Listen. Oh, Baba was that guy. Baba. Finish training, goes back home, sleeps the whole day, day. like from from after training, and then he's out at night. Yeah. So he wow. comes from he comes from there yeah, to yeah. train in the morning. Ten wow. rooms, wow. Because you know why? Because he doesn't drink. Mm. He's out there. He he spends about ten grand every night or five grand every night. But he doesn't drink. I thought he was drunk, bro. But he didn't drink. It's just energy. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't Rare, drink. See, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Never Living drunk. on energy, just beautiful. Yeah, that, he never you know? drank. Listen, finally, finally, finally. I just want to ask you, you've mentioned your 
top players in the Premier League. Yeah. You've alluded to Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. When you're looking right now, obviously some of it might be obvious, but in the league, who are you relishing to watch on a weekly basis? Why, well, if you say, oh, who am I relishing? I like watching Haaland. I mean, the guy, you know, his guy's on fire. You know? Yeah, he's on fire. You know, he's scoring goals. Um, and, and, and the way he scores the goals is, you know, header, right foot, left foot. And what he's doing for Man City is absolutely unbelievable. So for me, I definitely say Haaland. And the way City is playing as well. For me, the one team that, you know, on a, on a weekend, you, you want to put TV on and, and you know, Mm. Sit down and watch. They're just incredible. I wish I could say my my team Chelsea. Yeah, it's, but right who, who's now, impressing you at Chelsea as well, by the way, because they, the fans are going to want to hear this. I like Chelsea go with Raheem Sterling. I think he's mm. been probably the, the the best player right now. You know, I, I don't know what's come over him this season. You know, I feel like he wants to show that you know he's still he's still he's still that guy. And 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 for me, I definitely say Raheem Sterling. He's he's trying to put in performances after performances. Uh, but just the team is not playing that well to also mm. help him, uh, you know, achieve that. I thought it was going to be called back, uh, call, call you know, call upon oh, at the national oh. team, but he didn't get that. Did you think maybe I think that set him back a little bit mm. as well with his performance? Because I thought he started really well the season. Mm. Uh, I then think he dropped he, off yeah. a bit. I think he was, he thought he was going to get a call up, mm. but he didn't get it. I think he's thinking there's other people that ain't playing games, let alone not playing well. And exactly. they're getting called up because of what they've done in the past. Yeah. And they're getting that grace. Mm. Where's my grace? Mm. Exactly. That's what I think he's thinking. Because yeah. in the Euros, he was the best player. He was, yeah. He's been a best, he was the best yeah. player for England for a while. Exactly. They relied on him a lot and he's not getting that grace that others are getting. So I think he's mm. sitting there feeling a little bit hard done by. Cole Palmer's been good for you Cole guys Cole Palmer's as well. been good, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's but, settled in but, well. But I think Raheem, Raheem look, he looks bright, he looks sharp again. Mm. And, and for me, he's been the guy. Any other young players would you say? I'm obviously Nicholas Jackson. Sometimes he gets a little bit of flack. Drogba didn't start well. Let's just put it that way in his yeah. first season. Just wait Do you reckon he's going to be able to yeah. turn Kunku's around? You've got Nkunku, you've got a few players yeah. like... Yeah, Nkunku is the one though that we thought, you know, uh, when you look at it, we thought, looking at the, the way we played in preseason, he was the guy, isn't he? He was the, he was the guy who was making everything, everything happen. Mm. And then now he got injured. So we struggle with whoever, who's, who's the guy who's going to create chances for us. But we can't wait to have him. I personally can't wait to have him mm. back. Uh, Nicholas Jackson, like you said, I mean, the good thing about him is that he's always getting himself in the position to score. Good shot. So let's let's hope that you know the more you you, mm. keep, you put yourself there, it, it it will come as a striker. Mm. So let's hope it's going to come for him. But uh, he's also been you know the guy who's trying to make things happen. Mm. It's been a pleasure having you, man. Absolutely. Thank you, guys, man. It's been I don't amazing. Know what I'm doing it, but I got to be here. Harry P. You know what I mean? But uh, honestly, it's been a pleasure, and your career has been such a beautiful one. Thank you. Even man. though thanks, you did thanks. snake us, but we yeah. forgive you. Yeah, <laughs> it was the bag, man. It was the no, bag. You no, know, no, no, you're no, no, a family, man. Was, that, honest, like was it LV bag? <laughs> as long as it was an LV bag, I could forgive you. It was Gucci. Ah, okay. Thank you very much for watching. We've got other series on five as well. We've got. HP doing Beyond the 90 where he checks out HP's all about his money so oh, yeah, he's yeah, with yeah, the yeah. players checking out their businesses and he does a great job at it and so you know I love know. to do Beyond can, the 90 yeah, yeah, we're we're good. Yeah, bring him bring him bring him pay for my flight he's getting on a flight soon to go and check out someone for Beyond the 90 oh, yeah, he's flying yeah, he's flying yeah, for yeah. him we got, we got some guests coming up on that obviously we've got Vibe with Five we've got the Take On we've got uh, Heads Gone with Steve and Ash there's so much things we've got going on Five so please keep on watching and we'll see you soon Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.